3: 60 Minutes of Orange and Blue Soccer Talk on tap here at the Moorline Lager House. This is the Toyota FC Cincinnati Fan Show. Good evening, I am Tom Glitter alongside my good friend Mo Egger as we get you set for another edition of our program here tonight. Alan Koch joins us right now. Joe a native of Spain, will join us at 6.30. Valencia is here on Monday night, so we'll get all the latest on Valencia as Joe will preview that. It's coming off a great match on Saturday at Louisville City, a great match for the club and Alan a big win at Louisville 3-2 to two, a road win that the club needed and I imagine a shot of confidence for the entire team going down there and, and really winning in convincing fashion.
1: Yeah great game. Obviously uh, we're very very happy with the performance. Uh, we asked the guys to go out and play a certain way. They went out and did exactly what we asked them to do which was fantastic and going and playing against a good Louisville uh, at Louisville is not an easy toss by any means. Um, so mm-hmm. we were excited to get the results and we'll definitely use that uh to give us more confidence as we move forward
0: we talked to you last week you were in miami yeah. obviously that that game was never played but one of the things we talked about was the, the crunch of of all those matches in an in an eight-week period of time i think the number was 14 games in 56 days and obviously it was disappointing <clears throat> excuse me for a lot of people that you didn't get a chance to play and it was really disappointing for supporters who went down there but from a team perspective it mm-hmm. kind of seemed to me like it was a blessing in disguise
1: uh, firstly, I think I was gutted for the fans that went down. Sure. Yeah, that was obviously uh, very disheartening. Obviously, they, they made the effort to come down and support the guys, and we saw a lot of FCC fans everywhere when we were down in Miami, which was fantastic. But from a team perspective, uh, I wouldn't say relieved. I think we always turned things into a positive way, uh, and it was a positive that the game uh, was postponed because it allowed us to get a couple of players that were in serious concern in terms of being able to play. It gave them a few days extra rest. Uh, even the guys that traveled down for the trip didn't get to play i didn't have to play 90 minutes 120 minutes uh, pks or whatever it would have taken um, and we used that in a very very positive way when we came back the guys were relaxed they were confident they were fresh uh, and i think it definitely showed in how we played the game in a bit of a strange
3: twist that match has still not yet been played due to some facility issues it'll be played on august 2nd that is actually our next radio show so mo and i will be back here. We'll Hope to get you to call in from the locker room again, repeat the entire process. You were, you were,
0: you were we, yeah, wait, you, we talked about how, we love being here, but yeah. you were supposed to send me down there for the game, and then, you know. I thought it was
3: the other way around. Oh, is that how it I that was works? going to oh. Miami, well, when you, you, think, you were going to be here. When I thought
1: you think of going to Miami, it, it wasn't what you think of what going to Miami is like. It was pouring down. Yeah. I don't know if you could even hear me properly. We get, saw the when I was talking, I literally could hear rain outside, and it was bucketing yeah. down for hours.
0: Yeah, I mean, just looking looking at what people were putting on social media, there's no way you could have conceivably played. It's, as you mentioned, it's very disappointing for people who went. I know there were some frustrated fans down there, but, I mean, there's no real way you guys could have played in those conditions.
1: Well, r- rain, you can play through rain, uh, and it was torrential downpour, but you can play through it. It was just the lightning. There was thunder and lightning everywhere, and it just continued for hours. We got the stadium It literally started the second we got there, and it was still going hours after we left. Um, So there was no way we were going to play that game that night.
3: I did look into it, Mo, to see if you and I could go on August 2nd. And (laughs) even though we have to be here, flights are still kind of cheap to Miami. So maybe after the match we'll get on on the web. Well, that's good good news if
0: if you're thinking about making a return trip or... You know, you got some time and you want to go see him play. I and mean, you and I should
3: probably go in at like two days ahead of time. Yeah. Make sure that our flights get there. Well,
0: I you know, when I visit a city I, I like to scout it out.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you and I spent a week <laughs> at the Fountain Blue one time.
0: Yeah, I like Why to make, that go for us. I like to scout eight dollar coffees. Yeah, I don't think I'll be going back there. But the the billiards hall that all the the fans were at, we had you know, we're on the air 3 right. to 6 in the afternoon. We had people calling in from Miami, yeah. taking over a bar, wow. singing songs, that's and cool. I'm sure annoying all the locals. And it was yeah. – but that, if you think about it, folks had two weeks to get ready, right? Yeah. You beat Chicago, and then you're going to play uh, two weeks later. That's that's not a lot of time for a lot of people. And, and yet mm-hmm. to, to have the number of people down there I, I think is just – is awesome. And, and then what happened afterwards were – You know, Jeff Birding shows up where a lot of the people are, buys a bunch of pitchers of beer. A Bengals player, Carlos Dunlap, showed up. I I just, from afar, I was jealous that I wasn't there, but I thought thought the whole thing, aside from the fact that the game wasn't played, was really cool.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. To be honest, I think we all know how fortunate we are to have the amazing fans that we have uh, and to see so many fans down there uh, while the rain delay was happening. We were outside the change room, and you could see fans coming past, and we had a chat with a couple of them, and it was nice to to see everybody came down, everybody's in good spirits. They obviously wanted the game to be played just like we did, but you could tell they're all putting a positive spin on it and obviously people that went to the pub afterwards with Jeff and everybody else, it sounded like they all had a good time. Uh we went back to the hotel and uh we put the players through a workout in the gym yeah because we didn't want to lose the day. Um and they knew what everybody else was doing, so it was a, a little bit of a challenge <laughs> to convince them of it. But they're good professionals and we went into the gym and I think it was about midnight by the time we finished, but uh, we made the most of the day.
3: You told us on the program that night that Harrison Delbridge was not available. He got some extra rest, stayed home from that trip. He was available at Louisville, and and your club comes into the match, and you could tell from your lineup, everybody was rested, everybody was healthy going into the match, and a little bit of early adversity. The handball called on Harrison, the penalty kick, and you go down 1-0 on the road, and then Tyler gets hurt, Josue comes in. A lot of adversity early, and boy, did your team overcome it in a big way.
1: You know, we've had to deal with a lot of adversity this whole season. Uh, We've had ups and downs uh, during the course of the season. Um, Obviously, a little bit of a difficult start. And I think that adversity that we had to go through early uh, has made our group very, very resilient. Uh, We'll deal with moments during the games. We'll deal with moments during the course of the week in our preparations. Uh, What doesn't break you makes you stronger. Uh, And we know we've got a very, very strong group uh, physically uh, and a strong group mentally too. Uh, And it showed on on Saturday because going and playing at louisville is not an easy place what was that the first loss they've had there in a year or whatever it was almost Um, only the
3: third in the last two
1: yeah so it shows the strength that we have in our group and and you mentioned earlier we take a lot of confidence from that it's it'll give us confidence now moving forward on the road where where we know we haven't been that good so far this season Uh, but if we go to a place like that and get three points there's no reason why we cannot go to other places and get three (laughs) points too
0: you know we we talked after the first time you played louisville which was you know back in april really emotional game really physical game and then he play him in the U.S. Open Cup, and it kind of felt like you guys brought you know, the intensity, if you will, and 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 handled uh, emotions uh, the way you should. And and then even more so on on Saturday night. Can can you kind of speak to, given the rivalry and given everything that that hovers around it, an FC Cincinnati Louisville City FC match, how your guys handled that?
1: Well, I think we handled that game the same we handle every game. Like obviously, our jobs are to focus on what happens between the white lines. Uh, Everything on the outside has no real bearing. Um, The energy our fans bring, uh, we can definitely feed off that. But as players and coaches, we have certain jobs to do in games. Uh, So we have to be calm, cool, and composed. There is a heated rivalry, uh, which is great. I I love it, to be honest. It's great to have rivalries in our sport. It adds to every game you play. Uh, It shows why we had so many fans come down, because it means something to our club, and it clearly means something to their club too. Uh, And it's important in this sport to... To have rivalries like that will continue to help the game grow in this country. How
0: many games have you played or coached in a baseball stadium?
1: I'm going to say, unfortunately, a few too many. Really? Wow. I was expecting one. Yeah, Yeah, I was expecting one. In the Western Conference, we had to play at Tulsa. Uh, They've converted their baseball stadium into, into a soccer field. Um, now, you
0: say, unfortunately, what's the challenge of playing at a baseball stadium? I Mo, mean, we, well, we only have till 7 o'clock. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> uh,
1: well, so many different things. It's yeah. obviously the surface. Uh, right. I think as as players, you, you want to provide your players with the best possible playing opportunity, and that's playing on a good surface. And so you go play in a baseball diamond. Uh, it's not a consistent surface. Uh, so the ball is going to bounce in different ways. Right. Um, and that's something you have to deal with. And we spoke to our guys about on Saturday. There's no excuses. When you play at Louisville or anywhere else where you're playing in a baseball stadium that's going to be converted for soccer, get on with it. You have to deal with it, which our guys did fantastically on Saturday. And we'll have to do the exact same thing when we go the next time. But we'd all rather play uh, on a nice surface that's consistent across the entire field.
3: Three fantastic goals. From your guys it was only the second trip for fc cincinnati down to that stadium didn't score last time the third goal probably my favorite of the three danny Koonig, literally 20 seconds into the match buries the strike and who's yes. streaking down the sideline <laughs> to give him the first hug the guy he just replaced gb kind of a special moment there between your two strikers
1: uh, it says a lot about our group obviously uh, the guys go to work and then fight for each other every single day uh, and there's a lot of healthy competition within our group obviously guys if we just play with one guy up front it's Danny and GB are fighting against each other but that moment literally showed how uh, how good a moment it was as a group for them to all come together and help each other uh when GB scores we all score and Danny scores we all score too and uh, the beauty of our competition is you throw Kyle Greg into that group now too uh, mm-hmm. so we've got another good forward that's going to be going in and competing and it gives us the flexibility then to not only play with one guy up front there's going to be times where we can play with two guys up front too
3: well lots to talk about with Alan Conch here tonight on the Toyota FC Cincinnati <coughs> Fan Show presented by the Moore Line House. when we return more with the gaffer and we'll hear from Josu soon that's all coming up next on ESPN 1530 Tom Glitter, Malegger, and Alan Conch back with you. This is the Toyota FC Cincinnati Fan Show presented by the Moreline Lager House. Talking FC Cincinnati soccer up until 7 p.m. It's been a crazy stretch. The trip to Miami where there was no match. The win on the road at Louisville on Saturday and two coming up in three days. Saturday at home, 7 o'clock against Harrisburg City. If you're looking at an old schedule, that match was originally scheduled for Wednesday. Your tickets say Wednesday do not show up at Nippert Stadium on Wednesday, (laughs) show up on Saturday at 7 o'clock and then again on Monday at 7.30 when Valencia will be here for an international friendly. I forget the number of how many games and how many days you've given your guys some strategic days off. They were off on Wednesday. Have you taken any time off for yourself? I know you won't take an entire day and not think about the team or not think about soccer, but have you gone to the pool and just put your feet up for five minutes at all?
1: you know what's funny this week i did it's uh it's probably is it the first time maybe the second time um but yeah we've managed to try take a couple hours off here or there this week uh and i think we've literally been able to do it because we haven't had a midweek game uh it's the first time in a long time that we don't have such a hugely congested schedule um so it's been nice to, to have a little bit more quiet time uh but we ramp things up today we'll ramp it up even more tomorrow because we know come saturday night it's gonna be business time and Obviously, the fans that had uh, the tickets for the Wednesday, we need them on Saturday because we, we need to feed off that energy. Uh, we'll bring the energy too, uh, but we know Saturday nights can be a very, very important game.
0: What's, what's preparation like on a day like today where you can melt if you walk outside as opposed to a typical spring or summer day?
1: Um, going early. Uh, we started the training session this morning at 9 o'clock. We normally start at 10.30, uh, so we all got in there a lot early. We started out staff meeting a lot earlier we asked the players to arrive there earlier they've all got to do their prehab and prepare themselves for the session so a little bit more of an early start um and we'll do that again tomorrow Uh, we know it's it's very very hot outside right now and humid of course Uh, but it's gonna be like that in game time uh but the few days before training is really about just fine-tuning things and conserving as much energy as you can uh, because we know we're going to have to go really extend ourselves a lot come saturday night
0: for a a game if a game is being played tonight you might have heat breaks what goes into determining when you take a heat break? Yeah,
1: they have, uh, don't quote me on this, but I believe it's called a, uh, it's like a globe of some sort that measures the the heat uh, and the humidity. Uh, and there's a minimum threshold. And if it's above that mm-hmm. threshold, you'll have water breaks uh, in, in both halves. Uh, I would anticipate we'll have those water breaks uh, on Saturday night. Uh, and it's put in place, and I completely support it. It's there to take care of the health of your players. Right. Um, it's very, very dangerous when you play in high heat and humidity, um, but the league obviously has rules that are there in place to, to manage the well-being of the players, and we completely respect and support that.
3: It, it, it's supposed to be warm Saturday night. It might break a little bit for Monday night when Valencia is here, and I imagine as you look at it, too, you guys have had to cancel some of your reserve games Yeah. because of this Open Cup run. A couple of them... That when you get opportunities to get other guys minutes we're wiped off the schedule how important is it that you get everybody who at least is healthy enough a look on monday night
1: well i think the beauty from a coaching perspective uh, right now is we know we've got a huge game on saturday uh, we're playing for three points so that's hugely important but then we also know we've got a very very big game against valencia on monday yeah. too uh and it allows me within those 48 hours to try get as many players as possible opportunities to play yeah. uh, and we're still trying to fine tune the team we're We're working on getting better every single week. Um, So to give the guys an opportunity to show what they can do on Saturday night is great. But we'll give other guys an opportunity to show what they can do on on Monday night too. Uh, But we do know we're playing Valencia on Monday. So it is going to be important to try get as many guys, if not everybody, into that game. Uh, It's a huge game for our guys to to get to play against a team of the caliber of Valencia. Uh, Even if you're only out there for five minutes, you will see a distinct difference in the speed of play. Uh, in the game Uh, and it's great for us to expose our players to that level of soccer so they can they can embrace it challenge it and really get a good yardstick as to where they are in their careers right now
0: yeah you kind of just touched on what i was going to ask about next which is uh this is obviously high level competition coming in it's a it's a marquee game on on the fc cincinnati schedule And, and really since last year's international friendly i know it's a lot of it's something that a lot of people have been looking forward to especially those that might not have been there for for the Crystal Palace game for for maybe the uninitiated talk a little bit about uh, the quality of team that's coming how good these this club is in their league and, and and the things that went on to ultimately make this match happen
1: yeah obviously Valencia doesn't have the hype of Barcelona or Real Madrid uh, but they they play in the same league they compete against teams like that every single week they're a historic club that have had major success not just in Spain but uh, across Europe of course and They're loaded with some very, very big-time players. I was having a chuckle with the guys today, some of the defenders, saying, you may have to mark Negredo, uh, who's a major player. He's played in La Liga. He's played in the Premier League. Um, There's quality players. Uh, So that's exciting for our players. It's exciting for us as coaches. It's exciting for our fans, uh, just to come see some big-time players playing for a big club against our team. Uh, And that's something we're we're very excited about. We're we're looking forward to embracing that challenge.
3: You won't often play two matches in three days will you treat the valencia match up in preparation more like you would a, a preseason match where hey it's about us not as much scouting what valencia might do because it is their preseason as they get ready for the 17-18 season
1: exactly Johan, uh, yeah. my assistant coach actually asked me today is like do you want us to scout them uh, because <laughs> we obviously scout every team we play yeah. against during the league uh and my answer to him he probably hates me for this was yes Um, because we want to be as prepared as we can for that game and we want to try to set our players up for success. We do know it's a preseason game for them. They're going to be trying different things and to be quite frank, we're going to try some different things too. Uh, It's an option where you're not playing for three points so you can adjust a couple things and tweak a couple things and and work on different partnerships. Um, So it is almost like a mid-season preseason game for us even though for them it's a preseason game um so we'll use it for for what it's there for um and we will we'll use it as a good experiment it's gonna be a good opportunity to to try a couple different guys and try different players in different positions and and kind of see how they respond
0: should be a heck of an atmosphere on on monday night Um, i'm certainly looking forward to i i like the name valencia you talk about like you know they're not as well known as as barcelona whatever i like the name valencia
1: yeah, it's a, great, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a great name.
0: That's what I chimed in the with. Bats. I, I the believe
1: bats. in Spanish, a V becomes a B, so yeah. we might all have to change then, so how we yeah. say it. So you can ask Josu that we'll ask one. So. Yeah, Josu is coming up
3: in the next segment. Did you know, yeah. you probably didn't hear this last week because you were on the phone and, and didn't hear the whole program, I'm sure, but you, Mo took Monday off
1: well, the entire
3: yeah. day. yeah. So do you think any of our supporter groups might be able to welcome them to a, an establishment or two? I'm going
0: to four different ones.
1: We have some amazing supporters groups. So, yeah. uh, and Mo, I, I, Mo's going to visit every I'm single visit one to visit. On they, they,
0: they post up at, at different bars, wow. and I'm going to go to all of them.
1: I personally have not done that, and Are I don't, I, I, and and I don't think time. I'll ever do that before a game. But your role at game time is a little bit different than mine. Yeah. So uh, i probably recommend you go try it out. You well, know, oh, I mean, you could stop by, you, yeah. you know. Maybe not partake, but, you know. Alan gets to the stadium pretty early. Yeah, I'm a little bit more focused. Come well, I'm going to so so get pre-
0: prepared early.
1: I look forward to seeing you after the game. How does that, <laughs> that sound?
0: If you win, I might meet you at <laughs> one of the pubs after.
1: <laughs> that sounds good That'd to me. big.
0: Your fifth of the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not include, and that doesn't include Nippert Stadium. <laughs>
3: you know, it was interesting, and, and I'm going to ask Joe Sue about this, when he comes up next segment, but he had to come in for Tyler Pollock who was hurt, first an update on Tyler, and, and Pat Brennan tweeted it today. He's out for a few weeks.
1: Yeah, we think uh, one to three weeks. It's a midfoot spring sprain, uh, which are always very, very interesting injuries. Uh, it, could, yeah. it could be a week. He may just miss this weekend and be back by next week, or it could take a little bit longer. Uh, we'll have a much better idea of where he's at by this time next week.
3: Well, I'd imagine you were grateful that the entire team was rested, but for Josue, I mean, you have those guys warming up. How tough is it as a player to get that call in the 20th-some minute and suddenly be forced right into the match.
1: Very, very difficult. Uh, it's not it's not easy. You're, you're not mentally prepared to go in that early in the game. Uh, obviously, substitutions normally happen in the second half and towards the end of the game. So for a guy to have to jump in, you have to have a, a certain mentality, obviously, yeah. and a level of professionalism. But Josue was fantastic. He, he embraced the opportunity. He stepped in, didn't skip a beat, and actually helped us pre- prevent him from having the success that we having early in the game. And then obviously got some uh, fantastic assists in the second half. The, the assists are big before
3: before you get in there, Yeah. A clearance in the first half. Was it 1-0? I think it was 1-1 at the time
1: And yeah, he worked. clears
3: the ball off the line. I mean, that might be the play of the match. If Louisville takes the lead back, who knows where the momentum goes from there.
1: Yeah, you go a goal down on the road, it's not always easy to come back. We came back once to tie it up 1-1. You go down another goal, uh, who knows how that game would have gone. Right. Um, so we say this all the time. It's the moments in the game. They mm-hmm. define the game, uh, and that was one of the positive moments, obviously, I wasn't very happy with what happened in front to, to get to that point, uh, but sometimes you have to react to situations on the pitch, and that was a situation where Joe Su's reaction was positive, uh, it was fantastic, and, and bailed us all out of a particular situation.
0: We talked eight days ago about changes to the roster and, and the roster has been fluid all year long and you've had to work some guys in who weren't here with you when, when the season began, but you've done that here in the last week or so with, with guys that you're familiar with. Take us through what that process is like when you're in the middle of this stretch that you're you're in the midst of.
1: Yeah, it's not uh, change now in, in our business is is not that easy. Um you, you play with certain players and, and players get comfortable when they get comfortable playing a certain way. Um, So to integrate new players in is is not that easy, uh, and it takes time. And some players can jump in right away and be successful. Others you have to be a little bit more patient with. Um, We've obviously added three players, I believe it was last week. Uh, All three are registered and and good to go, Uh, and we're going to include all three at some stage this weekend.
2: Uh, With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time.
0: <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.
2: In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Could be all three on Saturday. We'll fine-tune things tomorrow, but we know all three of those plays will definitely get minutes either on Saturday or on Monday. Sem DeVitt, the
3: last of the three to arrive. He got into Cincinnati yesterday, was able to train today, and obviously he'll train tomorrow in preparation for the two matches in three days. Alan, we appreciate the time. We'll bring you back on the back end of the show. When we return, it's time to chat with Joe Sue. This is the Toyota FC Cincinnati Fan Show presented by the Lager House on ESPN 1530. Tom Glitter, Mo Egger back with you at the Moorline Lager House. This is the Toyota FC Cincinnati Fan Show 632. We'll be with you for 28 more minutes talking orange and blue soccer. FC Cincinnati back in action Saturday night 7 o'clock against Harrisburg City. Then Monday 730 against Valencia. We're happy now to be joined by number 99 in orange and blue. Joe Sue. joined the team about two months ago and getting settled in. Had the great match at Louisville. Couple assists for the club and had his shoulder pop out during the match. A lot of different things to talk about, but Josu, I'd imagine now that you've been here for about two months, your comfort level has risen, and therefore your play a lot, a lot better out on the pitch. Uh,
2: yeah, of course, because uh, it's difficult to to go another country, to to know the new teammates, the the style of the life here, to be away from from the family. Yeah. So I think now I'm I set up here like. Very good on the team, on the life here. So I think it's gonna, it's gonna be better still. Describe what it's like to have your shoulder pop out. Mm, it's nice, nice feeling. It's, it's a nice, nice feeling. Feel, yeah, yeah,
0: Never heard it described that way. We're gonna <laughs> do it to Mo <laughs> once the show's over. I mean, it,
3: it literally. You collided, you collided with someone down by the goal, right? Was yeah. It, did Mitch get you
0: or one of the Louisville
3: No, best?
2: by myself.
0: Oh, it just
3: oh. just running.
2: I did like this. and That was, happens to Mo that, all the time. Yeah. Just running?
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know.
2: I think Mo does yeah, a run, um, so it
0: doesn't matter. <laughs> <happen. laughs>
3: but it pops out literally during the game. Yeah, yeah. Aaron yeah. has to come onto the pitch.
2: Yeah, exactly. Pop it
3: back on. I was glad it's, they didn't zoom in on your face when, exactly. he, when he jammed it back in there. But moments later, you're doing a throw-in and you felt fine. Yeah.
0: Okay. you're like it the was, toughest person I've ever seen that's good did you've been here for a couple of months and obviously you have extensive international experience and uh, I'm really interested in talking about a lot of that but take our audience how, how you arrived here in Cincinnati
2: well uh, I was uh, playing on Spain and the coach Alan was uh, he was speaking with uh, one of my former coach.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: he was trying to, to find an, uh, one player for, for this position and so that, that's what, how, how it works, Like. Is that simple? Did that one, simple. one phone call, yeah, man, I'm coming. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> Did you know about the club before you got the phone call?
2: Yeah, because uh, last year I was playing in Wilmington. Oh, that's right. And you yeah. were here for a match. Uh, I wasn't here. I wasn't here because okay. I left already. Yep. But some of my ex-teammates told me that uh, it's a very good club, uh, very good crowd, good field, good stadium, good city.
3: Did you know a single guy on the roster had you ever met or played with anybody on the roster before you landed in Cincinnati? No,
2: no, no. Any, no, any.
3: That's a bit of a challenge. Yeah. Because you have to learn tendencies, and soccer so much is about tendencies. And I imagine that's a big part. We talked about your comfort level over the yeah. last few weeks. Is learning where guys are going to be. We saw it work pretty well at Louisville.
2: Yeah, yeah. But uh, the guys, uh, the teammates from the first day, they they was very nice to me, and that's the. That doesn't doesn't was the the difficult part of the of the uh, how I can say like to integrate in the in the mm-hmm. team because they from the first day they was very nice but I think I don't know the, the, maybe the style of the football or I don't know I don't know right. what, what I
0: think. How yeah. many guys do you know on Valencia?
2: I know t- one guy. One guy? Yeah, one guy one because another yeah. yeah on the trip I know one guy. Okay.
0: How fa- I mean, but you're. Fam- I'm sure you're familiar with more than just one guy. Well, I mean, you know yeah, one. I guy. know them. Yeah, yeah I know
2: yeah. a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. of course. But I know personally club. one.
0: All right, pr- pretty good club coming to Cincinnati. It's got to be cool to get a chance to play them.
2: Yeah, exactly. I'm. I'm very excited about.
0: Yeah. All right. Here's what I want to do. You've played all over the world. Exactly. Uh, and so I have a lot of places I want to ask you about. All, all right. right. Do we have time to do that here? Or do we? Do we have to get a, Tommy? You're in charge. What do we? Uh, we got. Got a few minutes? Well
3: you, let's let's get started. Okay. You have We played. won't go through your entire travel agency situation no. here because you've already got trips. Hold on, hold on. Before we get into this, let's see where you have trips planned to already. Trinidad and Tobago. Trinidad and Tobago. Jamaica. Johannesburg, South yeah. Africa. Now he told you to go somewhere else in South Africa. He did. You weren't he, paying he attention. Uh,
0: well, I okay. have a tape of the show. I'll go back South Africa J- Jamaica. A I have a tape, you have a memorex. <laughs> Jamaica, I'm going there.
3: You're going to Jamaica. Yeah.
0: You're going to Guam. Guam. Yeah. Uh, they're somewhere else, big, too. Big uh, 2018 ahead for me. Yeah. Well, but see, now see, busy. Uh, you have played in Poland, yeah. India, Italy, Finland, Spain, obviously. Cincinnati. Cincinnati and Catalonia. Exactly. All right. Let's start from the top. Poland. Do you like living in Poland?
2: Uh, I think is the, the worst place I've been there. That's yeah. the worst yeah. of all of them? Yeah.
0: What yeah. didn't you like about Poland? The people. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to expand on that? Duck. No, no, no. Move on down the list, <laughs> okay. but there's the soccer and, But they, they like their soccer.
2: Yeah, the soccer, yeah. yeah. It was nice. India. India is interesting. Yeah. Interesting, yeah.
3: The fans are wild. I'll tell you what. How many followers do you have? 55,000 followers on Twitter or something? 59. Uh, I looked up. 59, 59. sorry. I shorted in 4,000 59, followers. 59,000. 59, followers. How many of those followers live in Indy, India? Because every time Maybe. you tweet anything, India... I mean, anytime. Anybody affiliated with us, if I tweet something about you, half of India is <laughs> replying saying they want you back in Indian in Well, India. hey, can,
0: I need some Twitter followers internationally. Could you tweet, like, follow me? Ret- retweet, Ret- get, <laughs> yeah. you know, people in India to Hit up check Lager. me India
2: out. Yeah, have some cost. The right. cost. Yeah, you got to <laughs> we'll, we'll negotiate that during <laughs> the commercial All right, break. So,
0: so you didn't like Poland. India was interesting. Yeah, it was nice. Italy, you had to like Italy. Yeah. Great food.
2: Yeah, great food.
0: Yeah. Where, where in Italy did you play?
2: Uh, near to Roma. Okay? Yeah, it was nice also. You
0: like that? Yeah.
3: Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's take a break. Okay. And then we can keep working through your list. Because I have a this, lot of
2: questions. I know. And I want you to get to
0: each and every Did you, one. Uh, was it your, your teammates in polling you didn't like or just
2: the uh, neighbors? Neighbors. Cold. I don't know how to say.
3: That's good. We're going to take a break.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't More
3: know. with Joe Sue and travel agent Mo Egger when we return. This is the Toyota FC Cincinnati Fan Show presented by the Moorline Lager House. We'll be back on ESPN 1530. Tom, Moe, and Joe Sue back at the Moreline Lagerhouses at the Toyota FC Cincinnati Fan Show. I joked on the broadcast a couple weeks ago with Kevin McCloskey that you know your soccer club has arrived when you have two guys with singular names. <laughs> Joe Sue and GB fit the bill for FC Cincinnati and Half of that combination, Josue. And
0: you just did that for us. is with just went us. Tom and Moe right. oh, like with first names. Right, exactly. Like Cher, Madonna,
3: Joe Sue, Tom,
0: Mo. Right. Prince. Alan. Alan's. it's getting there. Madonna. Madonna.
3: Okay, so Sue is here. Okay. We're going through Moe Eggers' travel agency right I wanna, now. I
0: want to travel the world because, you know, I turned 40 this year. i got to start just doing a kid, stuff. So yeah. he has
3: all types of extra time yeah. for that.
0: And because I, I got to get away. So uh, we talked about you played in Poland. We talked about India. Now you played in Italy. Now you also played in Finland. Yeah. Uh, did you like playing in Finland? Yes. You like that one? Yeah. What did you like about uh, the Finnish people?
2: They are like, they are shy, but they are very nice people. Okay. Yeah.
0: Kind of like me. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's similar. It, it's got to be really cold. It, it, it is. Where, what city did you play in Finland? Uh, okay. Soccer is big in Finland?
3: Once
2: you it's say very the city
0: name, yeah, I don't, because I, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I just rather prefer to to not alienate people like in Helsinki and, and other places. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and they eat a lot of like you know just fish pulled out of the ocean.
2: Yeah, salmon. Yeah. Yeah. Very good salmon over there. Really, you like yeah, that? Yeah.
0: And then you, uh, Catalonia. Now, Catalonia is Catalonia part of Spain? Yeah. But it's an autonomous part of Spain.
2: Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But it's getting. They want good. them, but. I think it's difficult. All right, it's difficult.
0: What? What's? What do you? Did you like playing in Catalonia?
2: Yeah. yeah. My hometown. That's your hometown. Yeah.
0: And then Barcelona. Now here's the thing about Barcelona. When I was 14 years old, the Olympics were in Barcelona, and I would I watched them thinking like I want to go there one day. And just 25 years ago. I still haven't made it. So let's say I take like a a week's trip to Barcelona. What should I do? Call me. All right, yeah, done. That's pretty easy. It's gonna happen. Call me. Easy. All now, you got do is call. But I person. can call. Let's say somebody in our audience is like, well, I don't have Joe Su's number, and right now I don't either, but I'll get it by the end of the show. What what would you recommend someone do? Uh,
2: you can do everything in Barcelona. You can go to the beach. Uh, you can go to visit uh, Gaudi um, art. You know yeah. The, yeah. the buildings that he made. Uh, the, the, the church. Okay. Sagrada Familia. You have to go to Camno. Now what's that? Uh, the what? Barcelona Stadium. Okay. Okay, that'd
0: be that'd be kinda cool. Yeah. Alright, I'm it.
2: in. You can do everything you want there.
0: Yeah, and, and drop your like if I walk around, they Joe Sue sent me and then they kinda take care of me. Yeah. VIP. Yeah. Mm. Oh you know Joe Sue, come right in.
2: Maybe some places, yeah. Yeah. Some but. places no.
0: So, obviously, you're biased, aside from Barcelona and uh, and Catalonia. It seems like Finland is, like, your favorite place that you've played. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, Could be. Maybe Italy. Italy? India, also. India. I yeah. think I
0: have I, been... Not Poland. Not Poland. Not Poland. Not Poland. Not Poland. Not Poland.
1: Not now, Poland. why... Let me Life experience
0: let, let me ask you this, because that's... that's I mean, you're, you're a young guy. Yeah. So, that's a lot of traveling. That's a lot of different clubs you've played for. Uh, 24
3: years old, right? 24
0: yeah. years 24, old. Yeah. I played for, you know, I've I've had one job for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You've had like a thousand. I'm so kind of jealous. Since Josu
3: has been playing soccer, you've had one job.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And Josu
3: has yeah. traveled the world.
0: Right. And I, so it Similar makes, but different. makes me feel worse about myself. But like, why? It wasn't my intention. Why though? so transient? Like, why have you?
2: I don't know the, the life. Uh, to be fair, I'm a little bit jealous about you. I would love to, oh, to be... True.
0: There's a lot of people to be jealous of <laughs> on this planet.
2: I, I'm not one of them. I would love to be in, in Barcelona, for example, for for, ne- for the next 20 years, yeah. playing football over there. But you get, uh, to
3: the world, you though, get to see the world, though, with yeah. the sports, so I'd imagine some great experience. But in, I can, in of that I can
2: go for holidays also right. to, to see the world.
3: That's right. Yeah,
2: but... You know? What
3: about coming up in Barcelona's youth academy, getting that call at a young age?
2: Oh, that was uh, my my dream came true. You yeah. know, you know, since I was kid, so that was my dream and, and it came true. So it was an um, unreal uh, feeling.
3: Was it very intense? I mean, is it is it high pressure because it's, you know yeah. these are the best footballers in all of Spain?
2: No, in all world because there right. was all. Well, I mean, I have teammates from Georgia, from uh, China from senegal so i mean you can say do you
3: feel like there's pressure there every day going to training because you have to try and separate yourself from everyone else
2: 100 percent, there is a lot of pressure even when you are young yeah
3: kind of like mo goes to work every day a lot of pressure separate
0: myself from the pack very very good at very good at doing is there a place and obviously we love having you here and we hope you're here for a long time but is is there a place where you're like, you know what, I've played all over the world but I'd like to play there, like a place you haven't played.
2: Uh, I didn't think about this to be fair. No?
0: No. I what? kinda I say I kinda like that.
2: I want to plan some more
3: trips to Spain. Yeah.
0: Okay. And
3: and Barcelona's great. I'll fly to Barcelona, spend a week there. Then I want to go to the beaches on the southern coast. Oh. That's where it's Love at, right? It. If, yeah. if you just want to sit with your feet on the sand
2: can go and a cold drink in yeah. your yeah. hand. Málaga. Yeah, Malaga. Sevilla. But I, even in Barcelona.
0: Okay. What about running with the bulls?
2: Well, what What does mean?
0: Well, Spain. You know, Sp- Spain, they have people who run with the, the bulls. That no. The bulls. The running of the bulls.
2: Oh, yeah. No. yeah. No, no, not in Barcelona.
0: Not a Barcelona. Not anymore. Well, but but that's not a, safe. A, not but safe. Well, no, seems, not safe
2: because uh, there is uh, having a little bit problems with the uh, people because there is a lot of people who who doesn't like this because they kill the animal. They kill the they kill the bull yeah so it's it's not uh now is getting harder this i mean there is a lot of places where this is uh, anymore you cannot do it anymore
0: Mm -hmm. well scratch that off uh, to do Well, i was never going to do it because it it seems to me to be an act of lunacy to allow a bull to chase you but yeah i i'm glad they're not doing that anymore yeah. yeah. seems awfully unsafe i'm glad too and and often uh, quite frankly unsanitary yeah, exactly. Yeah. One yeah. more
3: question before we let you go. Oh. Coming up on Monday, I know everybody's focused on getting the win, three points on Saturday, yeah. but you know what's coming on Monday. Valencia will be here. That's a team from La Liga, from Spain. What would it mean for you to take the pitch and look across and, and there's Valencia standing a- across from you?
2: Uh, he's, I'm very excited about this uh, because uh, I have to explain something. Uh, before I signed for Barcelona, uh, one week before, I was in Valencia with my family and... Uh, valencia president mm. and they were showing me the 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 training pitch and everything because i was almost signed for valencia before wow. i signed for barcelona yeah on, on my mind when i was there on my mind was like okay i stay here i'm gonna play for valencia but after one week i went to to la masia to barcelona academy mm-hmm. and then i say okay i have to i have to stay in barcelona because the best club in the world for me
3: Okay, one more question before I let you go, because this is imperative for Monday night. Do I have to call them Valencia or Valencia on the air? Valencia. 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 Okay, we'll work on that. Oh, All yeah. right. got some time. I'll see you at training tomorrow. When yeah. training's over, it's my training. Okay. 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 Deal? okay. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it, yeah, Josu. Thank right. you so much for Thank being here tonight. Much.
2: Thank you. All
3: right, that is Joe Sue. Mo and I will be back to wrap it up with Alan Koch next. This is the Toyota FC Cincinnati Fan Show presented by the Moorline Lagerhouse on ESPN 1530. <laughs> of 7 p.m. on ESPN 1530. This is the Toyota FC Cincinnati Fan Show presented by the Moorline House. Now rejoined by head coach Alan Koch as FC Cincinnati gets set for Harrisburg City Islanders, 7 o'clock at Nippert Stadium Saturday night and it'll be a VAR game. What does VAR stand for? Video Assisted Referee. That means there is a fifth official assigned to the match. You've had one other match, I believe Tampa Bay, right? Where yep. you had VAR enacted this season last season you weren't the head coach but it was there for the red bulls game we won't get in <laughs> to all of that certainly did not benefit the club that night first and foremost what are your thoughts as the league is testing this throughout the season is this something that is good for the sport
1: i think eventually it's gonna be good for the sport once they iron out all of the wrinkles yeah. um to be honest it doesn't really make any difference as far as i'm concerned at at, at this present time because it's just something that is being worked on. They're trying uh, to figure out exactly what the pros and cons are with it. Uh, we just tell our players when you play games, like that, just focus on the game. Uh, there's nothing they can do that changes anything with bar. Uh, so just go out and play your game uh, and if we have to deal with different moments during the course of the game in terms of the stoppage and we may have to wait a little bit longer, so be it. Um, but I do think it's something that eventually uh, once everything evolves and they figure out the best way to utilize it, I, I'm sure it's going to come in eventually.
0: What's what's reviewable? What is and isn't reviewable?
1: Yeah, I should know this. Uh, they mentioned four moments, and one was a penalty kick. Uh, another one's a red card, I believe. And Offside, I, right, is one of them? Uh, I don't know if offside's one of them. They, they called them four moments. Handball? They, they, yeah, I don't know. And isn't um, it
3: Violent acts is one of them or something? Could, along
1: could, could be, yeah. Well, um, you know when
3: they could have used VAR? last night in USA's Gold Cup match. Did you watch that?
1: I watched the first off. The US were up 2-0, and I hate to say it, I went to bed. Um, I don't blame you. I thought about it. So I went to bed in the I'm, 75th minute. I'm glad the they won and, and got through it, and I'm glad I was refreshed this morning when I went to work.
3: No doubt. Yeah, no, no. I'm not mad at you, but it, it could have been used then, and, and USA won, so it didn't yeah. it didn't hurt them, but there were there were a couple moments. There was a violent act inside of the 18. There was yeah. um, an, a goal that was called off because of offside that, that potentially VAR... I mean, you guys saw it earlier. If VAR is intact. For the match against Chicago Fire, yep. it never ends up in that epic penalty kick situation because Andrew Wiedemann scores and it's over.
1: We, that's the frustrating part of it right now. Is, and that's where they're working through all the little tweaks. Uh, but right. uh, when you have moments like that where Wied scores a fantastic goal, it's obviously a great finish by him, but a great buildup by our group, and we don't get rewarded for it. Uh, so that's the frustrating part of it right now. But uh, we all have to be patient uh, as we work through it. Uh, and sometimes it's easier to be patient than others, but we'll work through it. and. And hopefully, at the end of the day, it'll be something that gets put in place and actually makes the game better. Um, Because that's what you hope for, is you want the game to grow, you want the game to evolve with the times. Uh, But at the end of the day, everything that's happening must make the game better. If it doesn't make the game better, what's the point?
0: Take us through, we've got about a minute, take us through your dialogue with officials during the match uh, when there are things that you either want them to pay closer attention to or calls they've missed.
1: So the biggest thing I'll say that irks me the most, and this is personal, but I would think most coaches will probably feel the same way, is if the fourth official is not mic'd and is not able to communicate uh, with the head official, uh, that's incredibly frustrating uh, because he's there to, to manage the benches, uh, obviously, and, and have good communication with us and our opposition, which I think most fourth officials do a very, very good job of it. Uh, but it's also they to get a point across to the guy in the middle. Uh, if he sees something, he's another set of eyes to, to help the head official. Uh, and if he's not mic he's not able to communicate to him. Uh, It's not like it nip. it all of a sudden you can start trying to yell because uh, there's no mm. way the guy in the middle is going to hear you at all. Um, so part of their job is to manage the benches, uh, which I think most of the guys do a pretty good job of, uh, but then also be another set of eyes for the head official. Uh, it's not that easy for one guy in the middle uh, to see everything. Uh, and that's why his ARs and the fourth official are very, very important too.
3: Well, it'll be interesting to watch the VAR on Saturday night. good news is if it's not used at all, then it wasn't needed. And hopefully FC Cincinnati comes away with three points. Alan, we appreciate the time
1: as always. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much.
3: Yes, sir. We, we appreciate the gaffer Alan Koch joining us as well as Joe Sue as FC Cincinnati gets ready 7 o'clock on Saturday night against Harrisburg City and then 7.30 on Monday, Valencia. I'll work on that. Valencia will be here at <laughs> Nippert Stadium. Just so going to make sure I have it right. For Mo Lager, I am Tom Glitter. This has been the Toyota FC Cincinnati Fan Show, presented by the Logger House on ESPN 1530. With the
2: Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking.
0: Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.